Amen. So someone says, well, pastor, you know, I, I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I haven't done... So are you in the name of Jesus? Are you spirit filled? Did you give your life to the Lord? Are you in the relationship with God? Yes. Well, you have authority and right and privilege to use the name of Jesus just as much as I do. Amen. But I'm not a pastor. It did not say only the pastors. Amen. Matter of fact, sometimes that's even better than you not being a pastor. Amen. And so the word of God says, and the Lord confirmed with signs of wonders. And it's because you're, you're, you're praying in the name of Jesus. That is a place of grace. Grace is what's already prepared for you. You don't, have to, you don't have to earn it. You just have to receive it. Everything Jesus did at the cross, it, his grace, he did the work. He paid the price. He prepared for you. Salvation was available, but you had to receive it. Now that you receive salvation in this newness of life, this new ministry, you know, it's like you're in the marriage, money's in the bank, the checkbook's in your, in your pocket, but you never get it out and write what you want or what you need. But I don't know why I don't have it. You got the power and the authority to receive it. Amen. Write the check. Yes. It will cash. Amen. And that's operating in the name of His grace is sufficient. It's more than enough. Amen. And so for those that do not know Jesus and they call upon the name of Jesus, they're asking God for mercy. Lord, have mercy upon me. Jesus, save me. For those that do know Jesus, you're supposed to be operating under grace. Amen? Amen. Everybody say grace. grace. You didn't work for it. You didn't earn it. It's already paid for. Amen. Amen. And so you just have to use your faith to receive it. It's, it's received by faith. Amen? Uh, the Bible says labor so that you can enter into his rest. You have to rest that it's done. Believe that it's done. Amen? I remember this one story about this, this couple that they, they wanted to go on vacation and they saw this, this, this vacation thing and, and uh, they went over there, but they didn't have enough money and they thought, you know, okay, we're going to go. Even though, even though we already got the hotel and the, everything, you know, that's paid for, but, you know, we don't have money for food, but we want to enjoy ourselves. They were, they were in Paris. And so they, they thought, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to pack food. We're going we're gonna to have the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and the tuna fish, and, and we're just going to bring the food with us. And so when they get there, they see the most beautiful buffet of food. Every, every type of delicious food was there. And they had to walk through that area just to go into the hotel, and they go up there, and they take out their little peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and eat that. And they would wake up every day and they would go off to enjoy the entire city of, of Paris. And as they're going out, they would see the food and, you know, they would smell the food and they were hungry. But, you know, they didn't, they didn't have money. So, so they, didn't, they didn't eat the food. They just went through that thing. And, 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 and then, you know, when they came back, they were hungry because their food was up in the hotel room. And so they had to walk through the buffet and they had the beautiful croissants. How many of y'all have eaten real croissants? I'm not talking about those little store-bought croissants. I'm talking about real croissants. I mean, if you ever see the, how they make it, they take the dough, they, they roll it out, they put a, a whole stick of butter, and they put another thing of dough on it and roll it out, and then another stick of butter, and they do the same thing over. It has like six sticks of butter in, in, in those croissants. I mean, 
I know, I know. I felt my heart like <laughs> when I saw them make it. I'm, but, but it's beautiful. It's delicious. How many of you want croissants right now? Bring them out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Almost had an Oprah moment. <laughs> uh, and, and so they would see all the food in and, and French cuisine and beautiful. And they're like, oh, I'm so hungry. But they would have to go upstairs and open up a can of tuna and just eat their tuna. They were there a whole week seeing the greatest food. All the temptation. But they didn't have the money. So they, they finished the vacation. They're, they're checking out. And the, the, the hotel guy was like, did you enjoy your stay? And they were like, yes, yes, we enjoyed our stay. It was beautiful. We love Paris. They said, did you enjoy the, the, the room? Yes, the room was beautiful. Great, great stay. Did you enjoy the food? Oh, no, 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 no. We, we didn't eat any of the food. We, we brought our own food. You know, we, we, didn't, we didn't eat any food. We were saving money. <gasps> How long? You were here a whole week. Yes. Everything was paid for. This is an all-inclusive hotel. <laughs> they looked at each other, dropped their bags, and ran into the restaurant and just enjoyed themselves. <laughs> we... But that's the way the believers are. The, the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has already paid the price for everything that we ever need or desire. His grace is sufficient, and we need to be operating in His grace, receiving what Jesus Christ has already paid the price for us. The only time that you have defeat is when you don't know what Jesus has done for you. That's, that's a Facebook post. <laughs> Because when you know what Jesus Christ has paid for you, has paid for you, you will just receive it. Amen. The same way you receive salvation is the same way you receive the things that Jesus has paid for. He paid for salvation, you receive it. He, pay, he paid for your provision. The Bible says that my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in, through, in glory through Christ Jesus. Amen. You receive it. The Bible says, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe, and you shall have it. Even the things that you desire, whatever you desire, whatever you need. Jesus said, do not worry about what, what you're going to eat or what you're going to wear. Do not worry about it because your heavenly Father knows of your needs already. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's not something you earned. It. You just have to receive it. How? By grace, through faith. Amen. And so by faith, you just receive it. I receive that. Lord, I thank you that you're my source. You're my supply. You're my provision. Lord, I thank you that when I pray in the name of Jesus, it's mine in the name of Jesus. Jesus, you said that whatever I ask of the Father, when I pray, believe, and, 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 I, and, and I shall receive it, and it shall be given unto me. And so I'm just operating the word of God. I am operating the rights and privileges that I have through the name of Jesus Christ. I'm in, the, I'm in the family, I, in the name of Jesus, amen? Somebody say, in the name of Jesus. So Jesus said, said, when you preach the gospel in my name, you'll cast out devils. You'll cast out devils. Next time somebody starts losing their mind, uh-uh. Shut up, devil. 
in the name of Jesus. Watch how quickly that, that, that knucklehead gets in shape. Angels show up to your defense. Amen. I was talking to a, a teacher just, you know, the other week, and she was talking about all the stuff that's happening in her classroom, all the, the troubles, and, and, you know, it seems like, you know, there's a lot of tension. I said, go into that room and just command that devil to leave in the name of Jesus. Anoint that place in the name of Jesus. Take authority over that place in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm praying in the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm standing in the name of Jesus. I'm anointing this, this room in the name of Jesus. My right and my privilege of being a son of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. See, we have authority. We have power through the name of Jesus. Because he gave us that. Now, I don't have authority over people. I have authority over devils. I have authority over the, the, everything that has a name. But I don't have authority over people. I can't command people to do things in the name of Jesus. You know, God has not given us power over people. He's given us power over devils. Amen. And so I don't abuse this name of Jesus, try to control people. That's witchcraft. Amen. He came to set the captives free, not to put them in bondage. Amen. And some of you, when you first got saved, and I know you all have changed, and you, you're no longer like that, but some of you, when you first got saved, you... you you're thinking, Lord, get that person right there. That person over there. Because you're still operating with the old mindset, but you have a new mindset, new life. Renewed mind, a mind not, you know, Peter, when they went to, uh, they went to a city and they didn't receive them, the disciples went to Jesus and they said, should we command hell and fire to come down upon that that city, you know, because they, they knew the power that Jesus had. Jesus like, no, I didn't come to destroy. Son of man came to seek and save those that are lost. Amen. Amen. And when you know the power and the authority of the name of Jesus, and you start operating in the power and authority of the name of Jesus, love has to dictate your, your actions. Don't say, don't speak. Until love rises up, because that's when the, the anointing, and the, the Bible says faith works through love. Faith works through love. Amen? And so we've been given this name, this name above every name. Amen? And we are operating in the name of Jesus. Say, in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Go to Acts chapter 3. Hallelujah. Thank you. Your prayer life is going to go to another level. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, we're going to pray in, the, in just a moment for your needs in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Peter and John went to the temple after one afternoon to take part in the 3 o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man, lame from birth, was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the, te the temple gate the one called the beautiful gate. So he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter looked at him intently, and Peter said, Look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. Peter said, 
I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. Now go down to... Verse 16, through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed. And you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. Peter and John didn't see the crippled man and say, listen, let me preach to you for a while. Let me talk to you a little bit about what happened 2,000 years ago. Let me preach to you about all the things that, I, you know, let's have a, a service. Let's have a 45-minute service. I know, I know you want money, but I'm going to preach to you for a while. No. This man was asking for something. He wanted money from these guys. Peter said, look, I know you're asking for money, but I'm going to give you what I have. I don't have the money, but what I do have, I'm going to give to you. What do I have? I have the power and the authority of the name of Jesus. And my faith in the name of Jesus, because I have faith in the name of Jesus, what I have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. He wasn't asking the man, do you got faith to receive? He wasn't asking the man, do you have faith so that I could perform a miracle and see, see God heal you? This man didn't know anything about Peter and John. He was just a man begging, hoping somebody would stop and give him some money. Peter and John, they had faith in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. They spoke it with such authority and such power that the man looked. Okay. <laughs> Think about it. I want money. Give me money. Can't walk. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. The Bible says that, that his, his legs receive strength. And this is a man, you know, was old already. He had been there forever. Every day laying him. Everybody knew. Everybody knew him. But that man was, 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 he was there for that one moment to show the power and the authority of the name of Jesus. That it shook the whole temple, shook the whole city. Everybody began to talk about how did this man get healed? How did this man receive? This, this, this. How can such miracles happen? Peter said, faith in the name of Jesus. Do you have faith in the name of Jesus? It wasn't the man's faith. It was Peter and John's faith in the name of Jesus. 
And so many times we use the name of Jesus, but we don't have faith in the name of Jesus. We're hoping something will catch. We're hoping maybe it'll work this time. You know, we're hoping maybe God will have mercy upon us and move this time when I use the name of Jesus. You have to stop looking at hope in God. You have to start looking at the grace that the Lord Jesus Christ already did and look at your relationship with him. I, I, he has already given me the name that's above every name. I have the right and authority to say this prayer and to speak this word. I have the right and authority to write this check, and that bank has no right to not cash it in. That body has no right to not get healed. That body has to get healed because my faith is in the name of Jesus. And I know who I am. I've been bought with the price, the blood of Jesus Christ. The spirit of God inside of me cries out, I'm a father. So that when I say this prayer, I'm not praying a prayer or saying a, a word out of relationship. I'm saying in relationship, bought by the price of the blood of Jesus Christ. So in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And it has to obey. It has to obey. Amen. Devils have to go. They have to go. They just have to go. Amen. I was, I was, in, uh, I was in Kenya, and I was preaching at Apostle Masili's church. And I've cast out devils before. I've prayed for people to be healed before. But this is the first time I preached, and when I was preaching... In the middle of my, my you know, as, as I was preaching, the, the glory of God just showed up. And devils started manifesting everywhere. Next thing I know, I have like 60 people on the pulpit, on the floor, rolling, growling. Some of them just flinging their arms everywhere. Just they lost all control of themselves. Just devils manifested in them. They're, they're, they're all over like, like fish just flopping. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I, I said to myself, well, I didn't do it. So, you know, if, G, if this is going to happen because of the glory of God, you know, well, the Lord's going to have to take, take complete control. I'm just there praying in the spirit. Uh, emergency tongue. <laughs> you know, when you see that many devils, you know, all around. And I'm, I'm not fearful. But I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, you know. And, and so I'm praying. I'm just praying. I don't, I don't, I'm just praying. And then, uh, you know, after a few, few minutes when it seemed like everybody that was manifesting was already at the pulpit, Apostle Masili comes, and he grabs my hand. And we turn to the, the pulpit where all the 50 people just under the, under the control of devils. And he says, you are free in Jesus' name. And as soon as he said, you are free in the name of Jesus, everyone, whoo. And they begin to stand up. They begin to stand up. And he said, come over here. Tell me what happened. And they begin to testify. Their, their eyes were, I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know. I was in the village and I had this thing happen to me and they told me that, that, that God might help me if I came here and I, I don't know how I got up here but that, that thing is no longer on my life. I don't know. And just over and over testimonies that were like that. I said, praise the Lord. 
over, many miracles, healing, curses, you name it. I mean, everything imaginable they were talking about. And then we see them in the crusade ground. You see the, some of the videos online. You'll see, you'll see them. I remember Kelly, you know, the same thing. I mean, we had hundreds on the stage just flopping all over the place. And, and you know, this, this is one of the first times Kelly's ever been in an environment. I've seen, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll see deliverance where they take them out to a tent and all. But now, but in Africa, they don't do that. They just throw them on the stage. They just throw them on the stage, and they'll, they'll preach, and they'll be flopping in the background being set free, you know. And, 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 and Kelly was there, and uh, you're going to see it in the, in, the, in the film. Kelly was there, and, and I saw it, and I said, I've learned my lesson. I'm just going to watch this show. I'm just going to pray in the Spirit. You know, I didn't do it. This is, this is between God and them, you know. Apostle Masili's ministering. And Kelly went down there to, to, to lay hands on one of the people that were flopping. And, and, and he got a foot in the face and it split his lip, you know. And <laughs> that's the last time he'll do that. <laughs> but just that power. I went to, I went to Apostle Masili. He came down here. And I just wanted to to fellowship with them. I said, you're on vacation. You're only going to preach on Sunday. You know, so we're going to spend three or four days just together. I took them to Austin to see Texas a little bit and just, just blessed them. And, and the whole time, I'm just asking them questions. Teach me about the authority of the name of Jesus. How God used you. How you, your faith was raised up to see these miracles. Why? Because I knew that the Bible says you could earnestly desire the best gifts. I knew that this power and this authority, it's transferable. It's something that you could raise your faith up to receive in the name of Jesus. And so I didn't want to be just, I didn't want to just see the things that I seen yesterday. I want to see a, a new glory, amen? And I knew if God could use Apostle Masili, God could use me too. And so I wanted to know his story. I wanted my faith to rise up to his level so that next time I stand in that environment, I'd be able to look at all those hundreds of people that were under control of the devil and say, you are free in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And then, you know, but, 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 you know, iron sharpens iron. Apostle Messiah grabbed me. Middle of the crusade, Kevin, pray for their sickness. Because he knew that God would use me to, to, to release healing. I remember the, the last day of the crusade, you're going to see it in the film. I, it's so excited. They're, they're make, the, my, the, uh, Alejandro, the, the filmmaker, he's messaging, he, like he gets lit up by the Holy Ghost every night as he's editing this thing. And, and so he messages me crazy stuff, you know. And he's like, I'm back there. And, and he, he, he tells me, he said, bro, this is three hours long. He says, he says, just the last night of Argentina is like 22 minutes long so far. I mean, just so much of, to show the world of the glory of God. Amen. How many want to see the movie? Yeah. yeah. I think about it. <laughs> but the last night of, of, of the crusade, was just because, you know, the, we had maybe about 17,000, maybe more that were there and so you can't just pray for everybody individually you know you'll be there you know a couple days but there were people they brought up to the to the altar and and apostles said kevin come over here they need healing pray for them and so one woman she stands there what do you need i can't have children pray for her kevin and i put my hands on her in the name of jesus 
I command that wound to be whole in Jesus' name. You shall bear children in Jesus' name. And Apostle Vasily says, and his name shall be Kevin. Go. <laughs> I'll tell you, one day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up to preach in Africa. I'm going to ask him, what's your name? Kevin Ortiz. What? <laughs> when, I was the, when I was in Kenya, I was preaching in Kusumu. And I went to one kid in the crusade ground. I asked him, what's your name? Reinhard Bonke. <laughs> Amen. Power and authority of the name of Jesus. Amen. And so your prayer should not be at the same level. You should recognize your relationship with Christ Jesus, who you are in Christ Jesus, so that when you pray, you pray from that position of power. I can write this check. God has given me the, the authority to write this check. And he, he has given me the power. The power to back it up is there. Amen. Go back to John. And our faith is in the name of Jesus. John 14. Go back to John 14. Hallelujah. John 14. Let's read that again in verse 12. It says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes, anyone who believes in me, will do the same work I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Now he's talking about those that have, are saved. Anyone who believes in me, those are, the, those are those that are saved, amen? And then verse 13, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. You ask me for anything in my name, I will do 